Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Harmony is Good. Harmony is right. Yes, harmony is oh so right. And restoration in broken or strained relationships is more than excellent. Jesus modeled its importance by going after Peter to restore him to himself. John chapter 21. You know, while this is a festive time of year, it does not come without its concerns, especially this year. Many businesses are struggling in this economy, and some are currently planning for 2013, exploring leaner budgets, trying to implement new guidelines, and in some cases, figuring out where to make cuts. Salespeople are trying to bring in accounts to finish well. And, of course, family and family times are wonderful, but often bring out tensions. All in all, it is a challenge to maintain inner peace and sometimes also relational harmony. Thinking about these challenges, I was praying for direction in this briefing when I remembered Paul's charge to the believers in Ephesus. Lead a life worthy of your calling, he said, for you have been called by God. He included these things. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. All of those are from Ephesians chapter 4, written by St. Paul. In getting along with others, let's extend the benefit of the doubt, rather than thinking the worst. Find ways to think the best of folks. Well, there are times when we see the underbelly of an individual, though and it is simply not pretty. Deeds expose the blackness of a heart. In that case, the Lord would instruct us to pray for him or her, and the benefit of the doubt would come in knowing that the good Lord can change the contents of his or her heart, and maybe only the good Lord. Then it is ours to leave that individual with the Lord, not to discuss him with another, and to be prudent in any future combined endeavors. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Jesus said that. I want to be a son of God. Don't you? In a relationship, it takes two to be at peace. If possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Paul said that. You know, the reality is that not everyone chooses to live in peace. There are some people that keep things stirred up around them all the time. Well, there's so many reasons that seem to make peace elusive. Reasons like fear. What will she expect of me then? Or pride. Will that make it look like I was the one at fault? Guilt. Known sin or wrong. Laziness, I could fix this, but it's easier to keep silent. Just some of the reasons that peace seems to elude some folks. 
If possible, maintain peace with those around you. Period. Be kind. Play nice in the sandbox. Do the right thing, the thing you know to do in your heart. Do not be overcome by evil or wrongdoing, but overcome evil with good. And one more thing. Stop talking. Not everyone wants to know your opinion or what you are thinking. Take the advice of the writer of Ecclesiastes who wrote simply, Let your words be few. Harmony is good. Harmony is right. Do your part. If you'd like to read this, print it out, share it with another, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Harmony is Good.